welcome to special edition of Rant On, Real Reporters Edition, back from the dead yet again. Keep resurrecting it for some reason. I wonder why. Uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. We just saw it recently. We're going to be doing a full in-depth podcast about it. This is now your official warning for spoilers. We're going to talk about everything in the movie, beginning to end, everything that happened. So please, if you haven't watched the movie yet, please turn away. Turn turn the podcast off. It's time to talk a lot about the spoilers. So we're going to give just a couple of seconds here. And let's chat. So. Spoilers, Jeff. Spoilers. I am ready. What is your initial thoughts about this movie? Because I I saw your comment, 2 out of 10. uh, Okay, so my literal comment on Facebook after watching this, and um, I said, what in the Disney princess bullshit is this? 2 out of 10. One only, only the only saving grace out of this whole movie was the very last scene involving Ray, and that was it. That was the saving grace of that whole entire fucktard of a show that I watched for two and a half hours. And I had booze and I had good food to keep me satiated, and it still fucking ticked me off. So it was, it was really that bad, huh? Okay, look, to be honest with you, it was a decent movie. For what it was, it was a decent movie. Because if I understand it correctly, now I could be wrong. You know a little bit more about this than I would. Um, But if I were to take it as is without knowing anything about the background of how the movie was made and everything like that, yes, I do not find it to be a adequate movie. Main reason why was because there was way too much fan service. There was too much catering to the to the fans. Not enough real story behind it. Um, a lot of things were rushed. A lot of things didn't feel like they were very fleshed out. Um, I there was too many questions to and answers that were not made. And the answers to, <coughs> to some of the long questions that were done in this trilogy were were absolute shit. Um. And we can definitely get into the lore of this of this new episode and what it's bringing to canon. I would right. happily explain, uh, talk to this about you because I feel like out of the two, uh, out of the whole group, we two are probably the most knowledgeable about the whole Star Wars universe. And I feel like we might nerd out a little bit over some of these new details that showed up. Yeah. So there's, um, uh, Gil, thank you for joining us, by the way. I really appreciate you being here for the live stream. Uh, his comment, it was meh. It was enjoyable, but severely rushed and way too convenient at times. I feel like that adequately describes this one. Um, right. What do I mean by fan service? That's what I mean by way too convenient. They they obviously catered to what they expect the fan to like. And yeah. that's not a good Star Wars movie. I'm sorry. It really now, isn't. Let, just, we'll give some kind of history of the production just real quick. This third movie was supposed to be directed by Colin Trevorrow. Colin Trevorrow is the guy who did Jurassic World 1. And then he skipped 2 because he was supposed to do this movie. And then uh, right before production was supposed to start, he he bailed. Now, here's the problem that uh, Lucasfilm has had recently with, with these projects is that they've had really high-profile directors come on board. And the high-profile directors are like, hey, I've got this vision for the movie what do you think? And Lucasfilm was like, that doesn't jive with our vision. And then 
they basically kind of squabble a little bit and then they leave. This is um, another great example of this is Solo. We had uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord who basically were kind of doing their own thing. Lucasfilm came in, saw the cut, and said this isn't going to work. So they canned them, brought in Ron Howard, which is like the most safest choice possible. We made you know a little bit more of a boring movie. Um, and then in recent memory, um, you remember the Game of Thrones guys who directed season eight or basically created the series? Uh, they're supposed to have a Star Wars trilogy and they got canned. Supposedly because they're doing Netflix now, but I don't I don't buy that. I think they literally got canned after season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> um but this anyways, Rise of Skywalker, um goddamn. It uh it really seeks to be a movie that is enjoyable for everybody, and I mean everybody. And it tries to do a lot, and unfortunately, it kind of fails in some regards. Um, some, the well, the one thing you know, I liked it as a movie. The one thing I did not enjoy was is just how much they decided to like shit on the Last Jedi. They're like, you know what? Everything you hated about the Last Jedi, we're gonna retroactively fix that shit. We're gonna retcon. There was everything. so much retconning, and it, and that's what bothered me a lot about it was is like you know you bowed to the fans in such a way that actually makes me more upset about the decisions that they made. Um, like it's like anything that happened in last Jedi didn't even matter, which if you didn't like last Jedi, that's fine. I get it. It was a very divisive movie for some, but that being said, like don't like completely change course just because all the fans are like, you know what? I wanted it to be this movie. And right. I felt like they played it way too safe with this and said, you know what, we're gonna walk it back every single, you know, major thing. Um See that's the <sighs> and I think that's JJ Abrams, you know, personally, because I, you know, for me, JJ Abrams is one of those directors that really takes into account the fan too much to a fault, in my opinion, especially with a beloved franchise, because he was the perfect person to bring it in and start the whole thing, but he wasn't the perfect person to end it. Um, the he's never been being... good at endings. He's never right. been good at endings. Right, and that's not that's not what he's there for, though. He's right there to bring back the the the, the glory, the love, the attention to to the uh, to the to the original series or even the prequels, if you want to go that far, and and kind of bring some of that magic back just enough to really get people excited about this new series. And that's exactly what he did. Uh, but he was trying to do the same damn thing with this third installment, which is exactly what you can't do. Um, there's a, there's too many scenes for me where that I, I just, I'm like, why I even literally yelled out in, in just pure disbelief several times throughout the movie of all the shitty decisions that they made. Uh, biggest one for me, and I'm just gonna go ahead and spoil it. Fucking Ray and and Ben Solo se- share like a floppy, s- second-handed, mildly romantic moment, and for some reason, uh, purely out of Star Wars fan fiction, they decided to fucking kiss. Uh, <laughs> it, it was horrible. I literally said, "Ah, oh, god damn it!" 
right in the middle of the in the entire theater the entire theater like a lot of people reacted to that to my disbelief i i it was very forced to me um you know i i, I wasn't I expecting hate, a romance out of any of those characters i was I hate not to say it um you know they kind of like heavily alluded to it in the first movie and then in the second movie a little bit more like I, I feel like Finn and Ray actually had a little bit more chemistry than. Uh, I, I mean, Poe and Finn had more chemistry than those two. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, dude! I was expecting I, I was... those two to freaking franchise in the middle of the damn celebration. <laughs> if they, if they had like, uh... <laughs> if they I mean, I was like, waiting. I was waiting general... for some dude on dude ass grabbing, you know, something. No, like if they had literally been like general, general, and they're like. Uh, is this the part where we kiss? Why, yes, I think it is. And they just kiss. And I open like, yes, acceptable. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. I would have been totally happy with that. In this, it's like um, everything just felt like a little too convenient, a little too forced. Like even the very beginning of the movie, um, they, there's like a broad. So the opening crawl is is the dead speak, and the big part like, of what the is, shit is. Is, is Paul, Paul, Paul Patine, right? He's just like, yeah. what, okay, so A, um, apparently the only way to actually hear that broadcast was to hear it from the fucking Fortnite event, which I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah. Which was completely dumb. So A, you don't even hear the broadcast. B, why, after 36 years, why is it now just convenient for him to start broadcasting? Uh, you know, it, let's let's be serious for one second here uh it's called no one knew what the fuck to do with snoke he died magically and we can't figure out why or I how mean, he was okay. even remotely like an evil guy the problem is so, just like, so they're they never... like you know what we couldn't figure out what to do let's just let's just take a little hat we'll kind of spool around some ideas oh let's bring back uh palpatine we could do that well, right see see this is what's happening though this is what's happening with the universe that star wars had there was Legends. Do you know what Legends is? Yeah, it's everything that was retconned. Or, or not retconned, but basically thrown out in favor of starting from scratch. Right. So basically what they did was they took Star Wars Legends, which included several games, a ton of movie, not not movies, sorry, a ton of books and novels and uh, video games and uh, uh, other publications like comic books and things like that they retconned it or they got rid of it said it's no longer a part of canon canon is now going to be considered uh our new star at the time our new clone wars movie or sorry our new clone Wars show uh rebels uh resistance and whatever's playing now with uh i think they're doing another season of of clone wars somehow out of nowhere uh i think probably to try to flesh out some of this story for palpatine which which i want to point out that is one thing that, like, the fans demanded. They wanted another season of Clone Wars, and they were like, you know what? Yeah, we can do that. Right. That's, well, that's because, what I would call... That's what I would call good fan service. Right, you know? because what happened is, like, the last season, it was kind of like, let's kind of flesh out what happened with um, Yoda and with... Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka, and, and let's, let's, let's... Well, the thing is, though, with the last season... Uh, major spoilers for season six, I believe it is that that's the last season of of uh, Clone, Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah, Yoda learns about 
the Living Force and uh, learns more about the uh, I can't remember what they called it. It's it was the Living Force and then something else, another version of the Force. And essentially, what it is is learning how to utilize both sides of those you, those different types of forces allows a Jedi to live past death and become a Force ghost, uh, like Return of the Jedi or uh, with that sort of thing. And they explained. Why Qui-Gon Jinn, who was the most knowledgeable, one of the more powerful Force users of the era, uh, outside of, you know, a select couple, literally a couple of, uh, of Jedi Masters, uh, wasn't able to do it because he got interrupted right in the middle of his own training to right. learn more about that, that ability. Um, so obviously that, 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 uh, that information was passed down from Yoda, who mastered it. To uh to Obi Wan Kenobi, then to obviously Luke, and uh, apparently somehow out of nowhere with minimal training from Leia, she learned how to do it, and then now every motherfucking Jedi can do it apparently now because that's <laughs> this the way it is now. Thank you, Rise of Skywalker. This less shit all over that legacy. Um, well, let's you know- <laughs> let's talk about Leia just real quick. So obviously, uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher passed before this movie was made. She passed away in 2016. Now, um, wasn't now? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was not? Was not? Wasn't all the principal photography done already with Carrie Fisher for Rise of Skywalker? Correct. No, no, they hadn't even started production yet. Oh, see, I was under the impression so, that like, she passed finished... shortly after they finished principal no, photography. No, so they finished. Um, they finished Last Jedi. And in fact, they had just they had ju- they had finished shooting last Last Jedi. They had just released Rogue One, and she passed a few weeks after Rogue One came out. Right. So she so they had not begun her, filming. They had not begun filming anything. So actually, they had a huge. Um, and unfortunately, the way that they had originally designed this movie was is that it was going to be Leia's arc. So in the first one, it was quote-unquote Han Solo's arc, if you will, because it focused a lot on Han Solo. The second one was Luke, obviously, because The Last Jedi, blah, blah, blah. This third one was more uh, specifically to focus on Leia and have her, it kind of be her story up front. Well, obviously, because of her death, they used um, footage, unused footage from The Force Awakens. That's how they Uh, were actually able to do this. And they structured the script in a way that wrapped around that. Now, I'm not going to say they did a bad job because, like, if you had gone in not knowing that Carrie Fisher was gone, it doesn't look like, you know. No, not at all. It, and, the, only, the only problem I had is, is that they kept going back to her. Right. And, and that was, that was and they're like, oh, we're going to have her, you know, talking to, you know, having a disgruntled conversation with one of her generals now. And it was just kind of like, I get you're trying to use the footage, but, like, you could have just had her not be there at all after the fact. Right. She wasn't necessarily integral to the story. No. Um, I think actually, to be honest with you, I was really surprised by that because, uh, my significant other said, uh, yeah, she wasn't in the movie at all. Like it, like she never filmed. And I honestly believed up until right now, because apparently I need second, second confirmations because I can't believe (laughs) anybody now. Um, that she wasn't there 
And that's a okay. So that really does surprise me because honestly, it did feel like she did some principal photography. Like it wasn't like a hundred percent, uh, like shot perfectly and everything no. like that. I I gave room for error. Uh, but uh, if I had, I didn't even realize she wasn't in the movie at all. Like she didn't know footage. Yeah. So they basically they they recycled footage from Force Awakens that they hadn't used. Um. And they had actually made a big deal about this beforehand. They said, look, you know, obviously she passed away. With respect to her memory, we're not going to digitally recreate her. We're not going to do all this other stuff, which I hate to say it. They kind of fucking lied about like, that. Well, yeah, because there was bullshit. one entire scene where she was digitally recreated. Were, two, Almost two, if you really think about it, because of the very end, like the very, very end. But Oh, um, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. I forgot about the very end. You're right. So, I kind of want to backtrack, though, just the very beginning of the movie. Um, we got Paul Patine, obviously, involved. I think, you know, it, 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 if anything, this movie did a really good job of answering everything. That well, the, the, Kind of like the burning questions, right? Like, where did Snoke come from? Well, and that's the thing, though, because the, what, they're doing, what, what they're doing is they're taking parts of Legends, they're retconning it, they're not doing a good job of it, because legends, there's entire story arcs and multiple novels around half of these things that they reinvented and put into freaking uh, canon, right? Uh, uh, which really, really, really ticked me off. Uh, the whole Palpatine arc was massive, uh, with him being brought back, him being a clone, him being a Force ghost, him taking over Luke's body, him becoming the new Emperor for a while, like all kinds of crazy shit happened over multiple novels and now they're just like oh uh well yeah he's kind of sort of half alive half dead possibly a clone we're not going to really explain that we're just going to well, show yeah, you so the thing that i didn't understand was there, well, there's a lot i didn't understand about this part right is you see um a tank of of snoke right like just snokes just floating yeah like five like, or okay. six of his ugly big ass head yeah you're like okay cool understandably um that means that he was created in lab that's fine and that uh you know the emperor was using him as a puppet this entire time that's fine i get that but what is the reason for it like you know is it just because it took him 36 years to plot like how i how i'm gonna come back from the dead essentially there's a lot of like there's a lot of like problems with this dude's plan. Like he 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 goes down the the chute. We don't know where how he gets out of the chute of of the Death Star. First off, right. We don't see that. And we're assuming that this guy is still the same Palpatine yeah. and not possibly a clone. Yeah, we don't we don't know if that's the case. Right. But also, like, there's just this huge gap where you have Snoke apparently running the show, and. I don't understand what the reason for Snoke is. Like, if you have the ability to come back as a clone, why come back as Snoke? Is, you know, maybe there is just this huge thing where it took him, like, X amount of years to really experiment and get back to her, or to formulate a better plan. But... So, do you know what the, the First Order was? Not not the actual, like, First Order, but the First Order, like, Order 66, this is Order First? You know yeah, what that yeah. was, right? Where, yeah. they, where uh, when in the event that Palpatine dies, uh, several uh, droids with his 
uh, essence in them would be activated to carry out his final order. Yeah, and you see that in uh, Battlefront 2, if you play the, right. the main story. Right, so... so... There's that. Like, I get that. And I get there's, like, protocols that he probably had established in the event that he died. Right. But it's just a little, like, convenient that he's back. And I, I guess that's that's the thing that really annoys me, is because... I think what happened was is that Ryan Johnson killed off Snoke in The Last Jedi, and they get to this one, and they're like, we don't have a bad guy. And, like, we can't really introduce someone completely new, because it's uh, a little Thrawn. too late. But no, no one knows who Grand Thrawn is. Grand Thrawn. Like, no, no, no. When I say no one knows who Thrawn is, if you don't watch the show... Rebels, or, or just you know about book, every single fucking Star no, 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 Wars no, no, fan no, out there... Yeah, but if you don't, if you don't like, like the common viewer is not going to know who Thrawn is. So, okay, I who the fuck that. knew who Snoke was? That's the thing, though. It's he was introduced as a bad dude in one movie. In the second movie, you learn a little bit more about him, and then also what did you learn? Dead. Because I didn't learn a damn thing other than the fact that he liked to wear gold robes, and then he died like a bitch. That he is powerful enough to forge a connection between Ray and. Snoke over long or uh, Kylo Ren over long distances. Ooh, that he can boost the force apparently. Uh huh. And that he's a pretty powerful force user. Okay. Yet I mean, somehow, magically, without Snoke, the same thing happened. Well, let me, anyway. let me posit this to you though. In the original trilogy, did you know who the fuck the Emperor was? Nope. Exactly. Did I need to? Nope. Because no. you know who we had a bad guy was fucking Vader. Yeah. But you didn't know anything about Vader either. That's why they I took. I didn't need three... to know a damn thing. He had a fucking angry sword, and he just well. <laughs> that, that's all you need. Yeah, it's just it causes like it causes like a major problem when you don't have like a, a baddie. Okay, look, I'm sorry, idea. but okay, any guy that's dressed all in white and has a scowl is a fucking bad guy. Okay. And, all, uh, all in white. Yes. Um, no, <laughs> Thrawn wears all white. There's yeah, no mistaking that dude for a good guy. He's got blood red eyes and a fucking blue skin, angry ass scowl looking dude with a don't, white tunic. Don't get me wrong, like I think it would be badass to have a Thrawn movie, but like I don't know, I don't know. It's... It would have made perfect sense. If anything, it would have been a better one than than uh, than the Emperor, or even uh, as a as like a middle person uh, that uh, that came in because. It would tie in better to to me to have Thrawn because we all know in Rebels, Thrawn got pushed off to the edge of space in the unknown regions. Where the fuck was Palpatine in the unknown regions? How would he be able to utilize? His, I guess uh, I guess that's my major beef with the whole thing is is like where where has Palpatine been this entire time? In the unknown region, but, uh, but on that why? planet, but huh? Why but to why? build the fir- the final order? Obviously. With the know. 16 billion know, different ships that somehow magically got uh, I don't understand manned that out of nowhere. Six years to build all of that, but all right, I think that's I think it's done. Uh, motherfucker, have you ever built a star destroyer? Those things were huge, and they had planet destroying guns. Yeah, but I feel like <laughs> I mean I don't know. Star Killer Base was apparently like a big thing. Uh, star Killer Base was Ilum. Everyone knows this. I mean, they know it now, roughly, because of Jedi Fall. It still hasn't. It still hasn't been confirmed. It, still I, it has to be. I, I mean, no one's going to debate it. 
No one's gonna trade it. Giant size fucking planet full of kyber crystals for sure. Um, that happens uh, to be anyways. like perpetual winter. Uh, Ilum, uh, fucking there you go. Anyways, Paul Patine's back, right? Um, and you know the, the opening credits tell us that Kylo Ren is like really pissed that he's back. He's like, no. I want to be the ultimate power of the universe. I need to strike this dude down now. I'm going to fucking find him. I'm going to get my helmet reforged. Yep. Sith Wayfinder. And then, like, he gets there and he's just like, let me blah, blah, blah. Let me, like, tell you my plan and blah, blah, blah. Like, you could have just killed Palpatine right then and there, dude. Like, wasn't the whole point of you going to that planet was to kill the motherfucker? I'm sorry, but like he he's obviously in a weakened state as well, so he's not gonna be able to do as much. But anyways, let's just ignore all that. We can have a huge fucking movie. Um What else have we got so far? Uh so they retconned in Palpatine uh to basically kind of talk about being the all uh, the voice all along. He was the guy talking into uh, Kylo Ren's helmet the entire time. Like, there was never a Snoke. Which uh, bothers me, man. That really does. Like, I'm sorry. You know, at least at least Snoke was a new villain that we didn't know anything about. Instead, you have... Which, as soon as, so as, soon as they announced the Emperor was, like, back for this, I was like, oh, they're going to make it to where he's, like, pulling the puppet strings all along. Oh, 100%. And sure enough, here he is, pulling the yeah. puppet strings so all then, along. So then, now in this in this episode, compared to the last episode of, uh, like, Luke Skywalker's all of a sudden, like, all 100% for the Jedi. Oh, I was just emotional... And, you know, I was on my period and, and I had cramps and I, you know, I, I feel like I, I, I really needed some cheesecake. So uh, I'm sorry that I threw my own lightsaber uh, uh, over my shoulder. Uh, now the Jedi are the greatest uh, thing in the world. And, you, you know, well, that's what, what I'm you saying. Need to do. That's, it's exactly that's like one of the biggest. <laughs> like I said, if you if you took out a laundry list of every single thing that people hated about Last Jedi it's like JJ was going down the list, going, "All right, we gotta change that. We gotta change this." Oh, <laughs> Ray's parentage. Ooh, that's a big one. Oh, I know. Let me pull this out of my ass. Let's just make her the granddaughter of Palpatine. Let's. Just yeah, who who hasn't had sex in the Star Wars universe yet? Dude, that's, I know. That's Palpatine. The worst part. That's the worst part. Is because now you just have you just have the idea that Palpatine fucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like. I don't need that visual image. Well, see now, let's be serious. But let's let's take the timeline into example here. Uh, so, in order for Palpatine to have sex, he would have to be younger than he was as a senator. Because I feel like as a senator, he was an old motherfucker. I feel like he was at least sixty, right? I mean, he didn't look exactly young, correct? No, which is kind of funny because, like, in the original trilogy, he was like I don't know twenty. Wait, really? Yeah, the guy who played um, um, Palpatine throughout this entire thing. In the prequels? In the prequels was also the guy who played Palpatine in the original trilogy. Oh, okay, in the original trilogy. Okay. Yeah. So for some reason, I thought you were saying, like, in episode one, two, and three, Palpatine is 20. I mean, there's no fucking way he's 20. No, no, no. 
Ian McDermott uh, is his name. Right, right, right. I get that. But how um, how old is the character itself? Like in the in in episode one, two, and three. Um, um uh, because well, okay. okay. So how the thing old is, do you think how old do you think Ray's parents were when they abandoned her? That's what I'm saying. They looked young. They looked at least in their mid twenties to early thirties. Also, also, huge huge thing, right? Why did he want to kill his son? Uh, daughter. No, no. Why did no? It was the son. It was the he had a son. It was the son. I thought it was the daughter. No, it was the son. Okay, either way, he had a son, and his son had a, a daughter with you know his wife or whatever. And they're like, you know what? He's gonna try to kill her. Let, let's you know, let's let's bail. And then they and then they were killed. I I didn't quite understand. Like, was he just like, oh, this is a threat to my power type thing? Or I didn't quite understand that at all, really. Um, yeah, but anyways, it's just like literally, there's like just a giant checklist that's out there, and they put it on a whiteboard. And they're like, things we must address. Raise parents. Uh, Chewie needs a fucking medal. Because he didn't get a medal in uh, A New Hope. Uh, what? No side quests. Or something like that. <laughs> um, Rose Tico. Everyone didn't like Rose in The Last Jedi, so she gets to do absolutely nothing. She was right, fucking sidelined like hell. Right, and, and then all of a sudden this me. random Scott, like this random other uh, stormtrooper chick, oh, magically, dude. magically mm. has the same exact backstory as fucking Finn, and who happens to be black, and who happens to be kind of cute. And also had fuck me eyes the entire time. Oh, hundred percent. Like I'm surprised her her uh, storm boots weren't knocking up in the air. Like, you know, John, you know, uh, like. <laughs> John Boyega, yeah. John Boyega was like, "Oh, oh, oh we got to have a good mm, this entire time." And I was just like, "This is." It really bothered me just how they threw Rose away. Like, I understand if you didn't like her as a character, but she's, you know, she's worth more than. Oh, hey, um, General's orders. I gotta go watch the the, the speeders. Yeah, I can't, I can't. I can't go on the mission with y'all. I have to go do this other thing. Yeah, this one thing that apparently is more um, important than the saving of the universe. But you guys have fun, you know. It's okay. I'll be I'll be here washing, you know, whatever. I, uh, <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. But in the result of them sidelining Rose, they also sidelined Finn, in my opinion. Oh, Finn was is I want to say probably the worst treated character in this entire trilogy. They made they they made him have like such a great opening backstory. And then the second one, they're like, um, you are going to go on like, a completely unnecessary side quest with this chick who we just introduced, who hopefully will have a better role in three. And then three pops up and you're like, you know what? You're just you're just here. You're just kind of here. Yeah, right? Like, like you're, now, you're interesting. The new... No, you know what he was? He was Princess Leia. Well, no. Nah. Well... Yeah, he was Princess Leia. An interesting thing to know. um, the the thing that he was trying to tell Ray, what did you think that was? Who? The the Finn. Remember they're like they're going through that like Oh, where uh, they were gonna admit to something or whatever? Yeah, what do you think it was? I have no idea. What do you think it was? So my initial thought was is Ray, I love you. 
No. Right? No, 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 no. I understand. I understand. That was just like my initial thing. But apparently, okay, I can see uh, that. JJ came out and said that, Ray, I'm force sensitive. Because he is. If you re- if you if you really remember watching the whole movie, yeah, no, he kept I mean, saying he oh, has to be force sensitive. The force because, led me here, or right? He's he been saying all that. Died, right? <clears throat> Spoilers. <laughs> so he's Leia, kind of. He's Leia, kind of. Because I mean, let's be serious. Okay, so Ray obviously is going to be like this Luke Skywalker in the trilogy. Uh, Poe Dameron apparently just magically became Han this this round oh, because man. he magically became a spice runner out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Oh God, I'm starting yeah. to see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who the fuck is is Finn? Uh, a slightly sidelined character that has wild importance in the first episode. Don't Later get gets sidelined in the second and third one. Uh, that's <sighs> fucking Finn. Jesus. Finn is is fucking Leia. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, a character study between David and Jeff. Um, listen, I I didn't mind the added backstory of Poe. You know, I thought I hated it. Zar, I don't even know her name now. Zari or Zori? Zori, Zori. I think it was Zori. Zori, uh, Zori Bliss. Yeah. Okay. We there we go. Cool costume design. Uh. Didn't really do much, the, the whole thing. She was just kind of like, oh, I'm here, and I conveniently know Poe. Like how much of a badass I am. And, uh, oh, by the way, Poe is a spice runner. Haha. <laughs> like, it was just, like, random. It was so, it was, it was just wedged in there. Like, here's a couple of backstories out of nowhere for no reason. Also, we, didn't know, we didn't need to know that Poe was a spice runner. It also, didn't matter. Let's, let's, let's make it clear that... We what they once had a relationship, and that he's still kind of like, hey, uh, I'm still kind of into you, right? I mean, hey, <laughs> you gotta you gotta admit those uh, space yoga pants they kind of work for her. Which bothers me is because like not more than a couple minutes later, him and Finn are like squabbling like an old married couple who clearly have had something going on on the Millennium Falcon all these all these months that they've been flying together. I mean, it's cold in space. You got to travel with am, somebody. I am, like, and Chewy, Chewy's too hot. I am, you know. I'm, I'm sure fully he's... shipping the fact that they've they've been a couple. They just never admitted <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> it's just fuck you, JJ Abrams. They're a couple. All right. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, like who? Who was that one chick that was Leia's like friend, and that other black chick? Like they they were kissing in the background at the end. Oh yeah. The one like the first um same kiss which was also which was like cut from the Middle East because they're too sensitive for that kind of like, stuff. Like you barely noticed that. Like I didn't even notice that. Like, I was I, looking for I the vaguely... entire movie. I was looking huh? for the entire movie because like I read an article where they had banned that specific scene. And I was oh like, really? So so for me I was like I was like, okay, they're kissing, whatever. Like I need I barely registered it and, and then uh my significant other Morgan just like mentioned it. She goes, "Oh yeah, did you notice that same sex kiss?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, that did happen, didn't it?" That's how little it meant to me, because uh, those were two characters that literally did not matter. Well, I, okay. There's first off, there's there's parts where in the movie where it's heavily alluded to that Ray will will turn to the dark side. Right, 
And especially when she does force lightning for the first time. And first Which off, was, was like, fucking insane. It was very cool. And then it blew up and like props to Daisy Ridley for like showing like just raw emotion when she screamed Chewy. Cause like my heart fucking dropped. I was like, oh my god. I can't believe you, they killed Chewy. You did not just kill my boy. <laughs> I was like, no, I, I really thought they killed him too. But yeah, and I then, like, looked like, over at Julia, I was like, oh my god, they fucking did that. Uh, yeah, that's exactly how Morgan reacted. She was just like in shock. She's like, they killed Chewy. I'm like, I know. And then, why? And then, like moments later, you like, <laughs> we have a prisoner. And Chewie opens his fucking mouth. I was like, "Oh my oh, god, my heart, god. my heart!" I'm like, "Oh, I can't take it." <laughs> and that was like though, the one emotional moment of that movie. At the same time, they're like, "Could you imagine if that had actually happened?" Like, oh, there'd like, be a fucking riot. Stop. No, they've been like, "Wow, this is like they fucking went there." They like, but it's, they played it safe, which I mean, in that in that particular instance, I'm okay with. But because <laughs> he's a good character. I, yeah, but like, like you, you have know, to have at least lightning, one character from all the damn trilogies still alive. The force lightning was cool. Uh, the fact that they can now heal things is just oh, that was random, dude. That like, was bullshit foreshadowing. Like, okay, so the only time they even remotely mentioned any type of healing capabilities from a Jedi like that, and specifically like the way they're doing, is in the Mandalorian one week before this shit shot. Hold so on, don't, if you're about to talk about episode seven, I haven't seen that yet. I'm not talking about episode seven. Okay. But yeah, I'm talking about episode seven. Gil, you're right. They didn't give the audience enough time to be sad. Actually, I would have been really happy. You know what? I would have been really happy if he had shown up at the, like the last battle. Oh, baby Yoda. No, not baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> that would have been funny also. No, Chewie. Like, if you imagine, like, just just imagine, um, if like they want the entire movie, and they're like, "Oh man, we lost Chewie. We're doing this for Chewie," and all of a sudden they're like in the last battle, and you just hear just, a like, war cry, right? And they're like, "Chewie," and he's like, "Yeah, bitches, I'm alive." <laughs> he's <laughs> he's crossbows the shit out of somebody. Yes, or, I'm or, down for like, that. Or like he he's like they get like when uh when Poe and Finn are like are on the ship they get caught and all of a sudden you see like a stormtrooper's head explode because like you get a cross bolt and Chewie goes what's up bitches wait caught doing what they got they were like running around trying to get the the Sith wayfinder right oh okay so when you say get caught I figured like you know they were holding each other passionately no well you know <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, that, that would have been a cool... You know what? Lucasfilm, hire me. I got so many great ideas. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> it's too late better, now. I'll write you a better Star Wars movie. I mean, you could have added Baby Yoda there and the whole world would have went nuts. Um, I mean, like, they so they shoehorned another uh, droid in there, Dio. Alright, I with, like that which, droid, though. I, I, the I droids, saw no point in that droid whatsoever. The droids don't matter, man, because, like, you can add as many as you want. They each have a unique personality. Like, whenever she was like, here, let me come to you. No, thank you. I was like, ah, oh, that droid's me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. Leave me alone. <laughs> I was like, you you introverted motherfucker. I love you. You're right? awesome. 
Uh, um, so the thing is, though, like I feel like because of that, they kind of shoehorned uh, BB-8 out. Um, you know, I mean, I, kind of. The thing is, though, I don't think you can ever top the charisma and uh, love that you have for R two D two. There's just no way. Who was fucking useless in this movie? Which is the first time useless. ever that he was useless. The Dude, first they made time ever. C three PO like they made C three PO. He like, he restored C three PO. That was the most important part of the movie, right there. Is when C three PO lost his memory to sacrifice himself for the greater good, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm back." Yeah. <laughs> no. What I, happened? <laughs> I hated that whole plot point. I hated it. First off, I hate C three PO. He's my least favorite character in the trilogy, almost besides Jar Jar. He's not. He's not like on par with Jar Jar, but he's pretty fucking annoying to me, and. I hate I hate the dude who plays him even more because he's like the most. He's like, oh, C three PO should be in everything because I'm such a good. I need more lines because C three PO is in the original trilogy. Like the dude's like full of himself, right? Anthony Daniels, I don't like you. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a nice person in real life. Maybe you're Anthony not. Daniels. Care. You have been ranted. Um. But anyways, like the whole Baba Fink thing, they're trying you know obviously capitalize on being cuter than Baby Yoda, which fact you're not. Sorry, maybe Baba Fink. Wait, who's Baba Fink? That little creature that was like diddling with. That sounds wrong. <laughs> Fucking with C3PO circuits on the planet to like make him be able to read. Oh, that language. weird little creepy thing. Yeah, Baba Fink. You know what it looked like to me? It looked like a Men in Black alien. Like, I just completely dismissed I it. Could, yeah, I can totally see that, actually. But, I mean, I like, guess, whatever, man. You know, there's... I thought the introduction of Lando was really cool. Lando's introduction was nice. God, he got fat and weird looking. I mean, he got old, dude. I get that, but still, he got weird he got looking. Old. He got weird looking, though. Well, he doesn't look like Lando. He looks like... I feel like they did his eyebrows or something. Not eyebrows, but eyelashes. Like I, I feel like he's a little bit more effeminate in the movie than when he was like in the first trilogy. I mean, whatever. Am I man. was I reading too much into that? Maybe I don't know. I, I just I, I, like I don't know. I just like everything that he also how he moved or acted it just didn't I feel think cohesive. I think there's a dropped subplot where the new the new black chick that was introduced was supposed to be like his granddaughter or something. That see I'm, that was what I was thinking like somehow like why are they acting like they're related like it's kind of weird how they all of a sudden had that kind of starey moment like it didn't really yeah. it didn't really match with me yeah I don't know there's it's just a lot of convenient things that happen in this movie that bother me and uh Ben turning to the light side so quickly like. Like how uh, was Han Solo a Force ghost? Was he a memory? No, no, no. Was, I know they said he was a memory, but like you know, like it I seemed like he was a Force bit. ghost. I did tear up a little bit when Harrison Ford popped up on the screen. I was like, man, they got his grumpy ass back for one more movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wonder how much they pay that fucker for oh, this man. scene. Well, because you know, like obviously, I'm sure he did it because for for Carrie too, because he was just like, well, you know, she's not here anymore, so I have to. I'm the only parent that's alive now, so I have to do the thing. Um, but I don't know. I thought 
it was just there's there's certain points where it just felt real campy, real rushed. Like the whole Luke Force Ghost thing, that bothered me a lot. Because like you said, he's like, oh, a Jedi's its tool is uh, to be respected more. Right. At, like the very, like, yeah. Oh, well, the scene before that, you fucking chucked your lightsaber across the damn island. I was like, man, island. Like, it was like a complete, like, 360 of his, you know, character uh, yeah. from Last Jedi. All of a sudden, he's like, oh, Ray, everything's going to be fine. You're a, look, you're a Jedi now. Look, I'm dead. <laughs> the Jedi are are the only thing that will solve all of this. And, right. And it's kind of strange because, like, the whole, like, arc for Rey is, is that she has to let go of the past in order to grow as a person. Uh, but apparently not because, you know, just as she's about to, you know, lose everything, she has to call upon all the Force ghosts to, like really encourage her to get back up and fight again. Which, that was kind of cool. We got all the, you know, voice cameos for a lot of different people. A lot of different people. Hayden Christian came back. Uh, came back. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano came back. Which irritated me, because I really wanted to see her on the live screen. Well, you might. You never know. But, so, that's the thing about this now, right? Is like this is the end, supposedly of the Skywalker era, this except for the fact that she calls herself a Skywalker at the end of the scene. Yes, but she also Daisy Ridley also says she's not doing any more Star Wars after this. I good. I hope not. Don't get me wrong. I think she makes a decent. She makes a decent story, but I think like they. I think they were relying too much on her to like do plot holes and fill in things. She was too much of a D, uh, Deus Ex Machina. Or not Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, no, I was right. So, sure. I mean, am I wrong? You don't think she was, uh, she was like a catch-all, like, just magically all-powerful? I think you're, I think you're thinking of a Mary Sue. I mean, I think that's another... Okay, I might be wrong in using the Deus Ex, Deus Ex Machina term. Well, they, uh, oh, that's another thing. They they made it quite abundant in the very beginning of, of the movie. They're like, hey, look, she's actively training to be better. She's not just better because of, of story and plot. She's just better because she trains all the time. Okay, so just so you know, a Deus Ex Machina is an unexpected power or event saving a seemingly hopeless situation. Specifically, uh, especially to a for a contrived plot device in a player novel. So yes, she was a dance ex machina, or I guess you could call her Mary Sue, where, you know, like she is the answer to all the issues in the in in the universe. I mean, yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like they they tried to tick off a lot of different boxes with this this movie. I think that's the only reason why they called her a Palpatine. And that's the thing that bothers me a little bit. Like, I like the idea that she was nobody. I like the fact exactly. that she didn't have an origin. She wasn't tied to any powerful family line or bloodline. She was just a powerful force user. In, in which, all honesty, the, the thing that bothers me the most about it is just that they announce it and it means nothing. It literally is just like, hey... By the way, you're a Palpatine. And she's like, oh, shit, that's kind of a bummer. Well, I'm going to turn to the dark side now. That's that's kind of a bummer. And then in the end, she's like, I'm a Skywalker. 
I, I, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I wanted to because that's what my arc has been for the entire, I don't know, last two movies. Letting go of the past, being exactly who I want to be. And they're like, it's it, you You could have just left that out of there. Um, like, there was he no reason for her to be Palpatine. Palpatine could have just absorbed her for the mere fact that she's a powerful force user. She doesn't have to be a Palpatine. Right. Also, this whole... Um, Absorbing life force thing, right? That's a new power that was like heavily foreshadowed earlier. Because if you can give force life, you can taketh force life, right? So they, you know, the Emperor takes the force life out of, you know, Kylo Ren, or I'm sorry, Ben Solo at this point because now he's magically good. Um, and also, well, because Han Solo had a talk with him. Yeah, well, well, and also because Leia, you know, was channeling her spirit, and is that know. what she was doing? Because I can't yeah. quite figure out the whole point of that. She was she was connecting to him through the Force, and she basically went to him, mothered him into being good, basically. Yeah, like, but that's like, and that's because that's what Ray was like, Leia. Like just as she stabbed Kylo. She realized that Leia was also there, and she's like, "Oh shit!" She just saw me stab her her son. This is gonna be awkward later. Um, but like, the fact that he absorbs so like the big thing is is that she is supposed to strike him down, Palpatine. He will then pass his life force into her, and become like strong Sith. You know, impress Palpatine, blah, blah, blah. Essentially, that's exactly what happened in Legends, though, because Palpatine basically okay. took over Luke Skywalker's body right. and became the new Emperor. Right. So, so like but, I said, they're doing a really half-assed version of Legends. But she pulls out two lightsabers just as he's doing Force Lightning. Ooh, which, kills... by the way, I kind of like how they added in Carrie, lights- Carrie Fisher's lightsaber. I like how they did a Leia oh, yeah, lightsaber. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but like the forest lightning rebounding back and killing him, did, she killed him. Like, yeah. Okay. First off, if you know anything about lightsaber physics, they don't work together like that. Oh, well, that's not know. how that works. I mean, arguably Disney doesn't know how lightsabers work, anyways. But my point what? being, no, Disney does not know being... how fucking lightsabers work because apparently they're either fucking like noodles or they're a fucking death machine. There's no in between. But she she kills him, right? Like, and at that point, where does his life force go? Uh, uh, clearly, uh, clearly doesn't matter because before he was like, kill me. And she's like, ah, cool. I'll, uh, maybe not. I won't do that. It ends up like, killing yeah, him I'll let you be a, some sort of half machine, half puppet, half it kills him anyways. And like nothing as a result happens because of that. Like. I don't know. I, th- I thought that was kind of fucking weird. Maybe it's because he be- he returned to a physical form again and didn't need her anymore. But not quite sure about that one. I, I think what ended up happening was that- now. Let me, let me. I'm stretching here. You got to realize this. I'm coming up with some bullshit uh, to to fill in the bullshit that we saw at the end of that that scene. So this is what I propose is happening. Uh, the Palpatine is filled with uh the life energy of both Ben Solo and uh his granddaughter Ray Palpatine. I guess would be her name. Uh, at that point she become uh he becomes whole. He, obviously he's healed. Uh, so he's filled with force power, and 
I would assume just because like how Yoda in the last years of his life, he was strictly living off of the pure power of his force abilities. That's how Palpatine was able to move and be like he was, was purely on force power. As he was killed, the force power was once released back into the universe. Since there is no physical emanation of the force, you didn't see anything like released from him, like a little weird whisper of a ghost or whatever. Yeah. That's my bullshit theory, anyways. <laughs> I mean, there, there's just a lot of unanswered things here. There's a lot of plot holes. Um, We can talk about some of the good, though. Well, okay, so I mean... The the Leia the Leia lightsaber story, that's kind of cool because, you know, just like in Legends, she never she completed her training. She never actually went to be a full fledged light uh, knight of the of the New Republic. She was never like sanctioned herself as a Jedi. She was always more of a politician. The the um, the overall CG for that scene a little questionable though. I mean, it was completely unnecessary to have their faces, but it was not terrible. But it was a fun little show of, like, the fact that Leia had so much potential that she was actually more powerful than Luke. One thing that did annoy me about that scene, though, when he's talking about it, he's like, oh, by the way, uh, me and Leia, we knew you were a Palpatine this entire time. Really? You knew this like, entire time? Right. Like, how the fuck did you know? Like, it, it's not like the force goes beacon your Palpatine, Palpatine, Especially Palpatine. the last Jedi, he goes, who are you? Who are you really? What, Where what are you do? from? I'm from, you uh... Know who, you know who Rey is. Right, Palpatine. yeah. Oh, bullshit. I mean, that, again, retconning, trying to fix all bullshit from the last one. Anyways, you still let's talk about the good. Let's talk about the good. The, the fucking creepy-ass Sith planet really fucking cool the lightning visually, oh you know and i thought that was actually camino at first i yeah i could see that I, because it, it of just... because of the endless seas and the lightning that was the very first scene oh, that man. i saw so i thought camino cool. it was creepy. great yes 100 uh, percent sith planet the, if there was ever a sith planet that would be it the the overall like rising of all the fucking like star destroyers just like that, that was, cool. was eerie as fuck, and I was like, they all look. You know what they look like to me? They looked all like ancient warships. Like they didn't look brand new or like latest tech at all. They looked like some shit made from like uh, Kotor's uh, Star Forge. I was like expecting some old school Republic tech or some shit like crazy. Ah, uh, there was no explanation. Just magically, all these fucking star destroyers appeared and apparently a half a galaxy's worth of uh, uh, population magically built these ships and now manned them. Yeah, it's just... Ah, man. The visuals themselves are really great, as always. Um, I don't know, the, 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 the planet where the Death Star landed, like the graveyard... That was really cool. Her going through like the wreckage of the Death Star. That was pretty fucking cool. Um, there's an awful lot of just stormtrooper heads just chilling out in the hallway, but no bodies. 
That was a little weird. You know, I mean, it's at the same time, I was just like, oh, they're trying to make it, you know, like real creepy. But at the same time, like the bodies just disintegrate with the stormtrooper helmets stayed there. That's kind of weird. Um, you know, it did remind me of uh, Jedi Fallen Order, though. Yeah. Like the the, the submersed the me- submersed uh, part. Uh, oh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> not Mustafar. What? Not Mustafar. What was the planet that they were on with the Inquisitors? That that's, that was Mustafar. Was it? Yeah. Huh. You know, if you played more than like one playthrough, maybe no, you know I that. Don't... You're sure that's you're sure that's uh, Vader's base though. They never specifically state the planet, but it is definitely it was it was a but orbiting. Wasn't, but there wasn't lava; it was water. Okay. I don't think no. I don't. Th- I don't think this is the same place. Okay. I mean, you're you're, you're possibly Inquis- right. Inquisitor's headquarters was no, but I was place. actually more referring to uh, when you did uh, when you explored the ship. On I think it, it it wasn't Zepho, it was the other one. I can't remember all of a sudden because I haven't played the game in like two days. Uh I don't know. Overall, like the visual It was, was the really Ventador. Great. When you when you explored the uh, Ventador in the game. Did you do that, Jeff, or did you skip that entirely in favor of the story? I don't remember, dude. It you didn't have to do it, so I suspect you probably skipped it. Because you, you basically you scaled uh, an old Republic Jedi cruiser that was downed and, and damaged, um, and that you got like a couple extra oh, live, lives yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, out yeah. of it. Yeah, I did that. I did that. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know the the overall this this movie was just like a general huge amount of fan service. Um, I'm real disappointed that they walked back so much shit. From the last Jedi, but at the end of the day, like it's it's a decent movie overall. I'm not gonna say don't go see it. Oh, you need to see it. You need to see it. it. You need to make your own opinion. You know whether or not you agree with the decisions that were made. That's fine. I mean, it's it is what it is. It tried to do as best as it could. Um, with really what they had. I mean, like I said, Carrie Fisher. Leia was supposed to be a huge part of this movie originally, and they had designed a story around her originally, and they had to scrap all of that less than a year before they started producing the movie itself. Right. So there's there's a lot of issues that they could avoid, and I understand that. And they did what they had. They gave they they did a decent job. I'm just upset a lot of the small details that to me overall affect the movie. As you add oh. on and on and on, you know, like I said, the the Kylo Ren, the the Ray Ray Solo Raylo Raylo, let's call it Raylo, the Raylo scenes, I, they felt very like they weren't rushed, but they to me well, they didn't feel like there was a Jedi. moment, like there was nothing. I mean, like I like I said, Poe and uh, uh, what's his name, fucking Finn. Poe and Finn have more chemistry. Yeah, but at the then, same time, in Last Jedi, like when they were having those scenes, there was right. like a palpable, like okay, absolutely, they're starting to kind of feel something for each other. 
Right, but this last one, there were like there were enemies, there were frenemies, they were talking to each other, and all of a sudden, kiss that. Eh, I don't know. Like, it, there wasn't I mean, any what sexual a, what tension major, to me. What a major disappointment, though. She finally finds her space boyfriend, and he dies. Right? <laughs> he finally is just like. <laughs> She's a, she's a black widow, bro. No, she no, no. fucking like, takes your life and kills he it. He just ch- chuckles and like, haha, I kissed a girl. I could die now. <laughs> just, <laughs> it was like, so there's a lot more you could do with a girl, Ben. Oh, ben, there's more to it. Uh, did, did did your brother, did, did Han not give you the talk? <laughs> apparently not. He was like, this is how babies are made. Did he not give you the? He did not. Did he not give you the Chewbacca or what do they call the Wookiee and Ewok uh, story? Could you just imagine like Han Solo is just like standing there watching this all happen? He goes, "Ah, that's my boy." Wait, what the fuck? Where are you going? Where are you going? He's like, "Hey, Dad, I did it." He goes, "I'm you're you're no son of mine. (laughs) You're an idiot. You're an idiot." (laughs) You could have said. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I don't know, man. That was kind of iffy. But, like, um, I don't know, little parts that kind of made me smile a little bit. You know, there was the X-Wing, obviously. Luke's X-Wing kind of being... That was a nice touch. That was a nice touch. Again, one of those forced fan moments, but still, it was a nice touch. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they definitely capitalized on the fact that that was in The Last Jedi, just chilling down there. Um... And I don't know. There was just the the gold lightsaber at the end was really cool. I thought gold. I thought it was the orange. Uh, I'm gonna lean more towards gold. So there is no gold saber in uh, canon or legends. So it had to either be yellow or orange. I'm gonna go with more yellow. Okay, and that's the I'm thing. Seeing, I couldn't. I'm I couldn't decide between the two. But her no. saber hilt was fucking badass. Yeah, it, it obviously it was okay. Well, first off, what did you think of her going back to Luke's home to uh, Tatooine? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, uh, I thought that was a nice touch. I okay, kind of like her nice touch. her going back to where it kind of all began for everybody. Nice touch, but completely like out of left field. Completely, I'll tell you why? It was because, random. Like, How would she know before. to go there? Right. She's just like, you know what? We're going to make the fans of A New Hope really enjoy this moment. Hey, look! It's the same set! All right, because she has no tie to Tatooine whatsoever. No, no tie to Tatooine. she landed again, I thought she was on Jakku again. I thought she was going to be like... It would make more sense if she was on Jakku. Yeah. Absolutely. But, like, she walks up to that mark and goes, Hey, look with me now. I'm a fucking Also, wasn't that, wasn't that entire, like, farm caught on fire... I vaguely remember their fire. Yeah, just like, someone come by and like sweep up the skeleton parts. Right? Like, okay, like, what happened to the the death and mayhem? I mean, there's, like, there's nothing there. I thought it was kind of <laughs> cool that she was burying like the lightsabers, and I was like, but Ray, what about what about you know if you need a lightsaber? And then she like it cuts to the next thing. Randomly like, light ignites her lightsaber. Like, okay, that was kind of. I was random. just like, all right. But I mean, I gotta say, like, there was no reason to her for her to ignite that saber or even do what she did with it, cool like with a little woom woom. But bro, that hill is sick. Yeah, I love cool. that. I love that switch activation. Like, 
I'm ready to get uh my saber. I like I want a saber just like that. <laughs> oh, so uh, you're going you're going to Disney, right? I am. Yes, I um, am. Two hundred dollars. Make sure you got two hundred dollars, man. Uh, it's already it's already booked. Oh man, did you do the droid thing too? I already booked. Oof. Oh, don't don't stress too much about what crystal you choose. I'm aware. The RFID thing. Wait, what? You can change. Okay. <laughs> it just announced this, or rather, it's been unofficially found out. the The lightsabers at Galaxy's Quest that you can build. Galaxy's pop, Edge. The Galaxy's Edge. I I pop. Uh, yeah, know, sorry, you know, this like, is not a uh, Tim Allen Galaxy movie. That, the best <laughs> Star Trek movie ever. Oh, fuck um, off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to debate with you on that one, but still, fuck off. <laughs> you can put, the kyber crystal color is what determines the color of the hilt, right? Or the, or the lightsaber, rather. Yeah. But that's actually got an RFID chip in it, in the kyber crystal. And it tells the lightsaber, this is the color you need to change to. The lightsaber itself is capable of changing to any color you want. You just have to reprogram the RFID chip. So you're saying there's an RGB light that powers the yeah. lights, yeah? And this kyber crystal doesn't matter, right? So, so it, me going, you, you get and, hold on, hold on. So me having this money, extra money saved up to buy every single lightsaber crystal possibly, including several reds, in order to get a black kyber crystal, or is for nothing? Yeah. Fuck you. Nah, I'm just saying, man. That's fine. That just means I can get another holocron. I mean, whatever floats floats your boat, man. You're saying you don't want a holocron or a legends saber? Because you can actually get exact replicas. I need to get a lightsaber at some point. I need to get Well, at Hondo's, you can get the actual movie sabers. Like, not the actual ones, but, like, uh, replicas. Yeah, I need I need good ones, not cheap ones for twenty bucks. I know. I need to look at it. We're gonna see how much I need a budget for. Uh, uh it depends on how much money you want to spend because it can get expensive. You're like you can get a droid that's life size for twenty thousand dollars. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, hey, still cheaper than the the Mac Pro. Oh. <laughs> uh, so. I'm definitely going to watch this again. I already got my tickets booked for Tuesday morning uh, just because I, I knew I was going to have... There's a lot to absorb. There's a lot to take in. Um, I guarantee you there's more that we need to talk about. The, uh, the frantic pace of this movie is insane. I've seen a lot of people say that like, this is nine movies in one, and I can kind of see that. It's got a lot going on with it, man. So, like, it, I'm not saying it's a bad movie by any means. Does it feel rushed? Yes. Is there a lot of like heavy fan service that gets kind of annoying at times? Yes. Um, wholeheartedly agree. Good movie though. I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. It's definitely worth your, you know, your money. I'm not going to say it's not worth it at all. Um, if you like supremely love the last Jedi, this movie is going to really piss you off as it did me with the amount of stuff they, you know, retconned. Um, most worthless character in the movie. Uh, you want you want to have the the most worthless character in the movie? Most worthless? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Just like Ooh. completely unnecessary. Has no reason to be there whatsoever, except the fact that he got a cameo for no reason. 
Lando? No, Dominic Monaghan. Do you know who that is? I vaguely recognize that um, name. I always get this wrong, so I want to make sure I get this right before I say which character he played. Uh, um, it's not Pippin. Mary. He played Mary in Lord of the Rings. Okay, he pops up in this movie, and he's he's one of the the first or the Resistance people, and they just like kind of spoon fed him a couple of lines, and he's just like, um, Palpatine is back. Oh, dark dark arts cloning Sith blah blah blah. Anything's possible, and then he has like another couple of lines like later on in the movie. And you're like, where the where the fuck have you been? The right, past well, three movies. You just oh wait, pop that up. fat that fat guy? No, not the fat guy. Oh, because he looked like Porkins. No, that's um, that's Wedge Antilles' son. Oh, Wedge. What happened to your boy, Wedge? <laughs> he ate a few. Son. He ate a few too many buns, man. <laughs> so, like, how look, do you fit in the that, cockpit? And that was established in the books. There's so there's a book that came out right before Rise of Skywalker that kind of goes into detail about a lot of stuff that should have been addressed in the movie, but they just didn't have time to. Um, the fact that like Rose and Finn obviously broke like, up. She she thought that they were supposed to have a relationship. Nah, in the book it explained they just rem- they wanted to remain friends. No worries. Um. Stuff like that. I have a feeling that there's going to be some books that flesh out the rest of our overall questions, um, such as like I just want to really know what the fuck Palpatine was doing for 36 years. Was he just like sitting there bored out of his ass, going? Like, he was yes. sitting there cackling. Yeah, he's just going be the best. <laughs> he's going the best player. You were my best player. I'm going to come up with great titles for it, like the First Order and the Last Order. No, you're saying you're not doing his voice right. I know. Hold on. You're doing it as lazy as this plot point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I must do the first order. That's I, terrible. I can't, I, dude, I'm sorry. I'm, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta get real into it. You gotta go, yeah. Absolute power. Absolute power. First we will have the first order, and then we will have the last order. And don't we'll forget rule. the Middle Order. <laughs> we will rule the galaxy. <laughs> As father and granddaughter. All right. You will be Empress Palpatine. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Um, most, like, dumb death in the movie was probably General Hux. Oh, Comes General, yeah, right? Field. Like I was like, motherfucker! I bet you Jogs is a bad. He's a fucking. I bet you he's a fucking guy. And I go called it, and then I'm like, he's gonna die like a. Bitch. Everything happens. And he's like, I am the spy, and I was just like, motherfucker. Wait, like, wait, you you actually were surprised by that? No, I. But I had a feeling as soon as he was like, I want to do this. I was like, well, it'd be really convenient if he was the spy. This up oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Like they're like, there's a spy of the first order, like the, like the first few seeds with like well, the best flying of the Falcon. Like, he, I he really dislike the light skipping, but best flight of Falcon. Uh, then they're like, there's a there's a there's a 
there's a spy. I'm like, it's fucking Hux. <laughs> I was like, it's fucking Hux. Who hates Kylo Ren more than anything? Well, Hux. I do. I do like that. True to his character, he wasn't like, I don't care who wins. I just want Kylo Ren to lose. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's pretty true to his character. Yeah, that's exactly lie. like I said. He fucking hates Kylo. So of course he's gonna fucking be the spy because he's a whiny little baby. Oh, he's a redhead. What do you expect? Kylo Ren's not a redhead. Hux is. No, Hux they're both isn't whiny, whiny crybabies. What are you talking about? Hux isn't a whiny crybaby. You're he's right. He's a cocksucker. Job. Whatever. He's doing his job, man. And you got Kylo Ren fucking things up, being a whiny little baby. Okay, whatever. Uh, you know what? You're you're the Hux now. You're just Hux. You're, you don't understand. I need, I need to know how to be better, grandfather. Oh, Lord. Let me talk to my, my grandfather's helmet. It's like, here, hold on, guys. Okay, we're going to go here now. The helmet told me to go here. The helmet? <laughs> <laughs> Could you just imagine you're the leader of, like, this fucking huge-ass empire, this this, like, evil group, and, like, they're like, yes, my master, what is your bidding? Hold on, I need to consult my helmet. Okay. What was that? Okay, okay. The helmet says that we should go kill this guy. Maybe they should have called it <laughs> the First Order of the Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> the First Order has determined that this helmet will lead us. Oh, great helmet, tell us what to do. It's just like crickets. Oh, God. Anyways. I think that does it, man. I think I think we're, we're coming in about an hour, 17 minutes here. Listen, uh, we appreciate you tuning in for our spoiler-filled Rise of Skywalker podcast. I feel like we may have... Um, I'll tell you what, David. Once the, once the Mandalorian ends, do you want to do like another like like post-show type thing? I would love to. Because I have a feeling once I see the movie again, I'm going to have more uh, quibbles with it. I feel like I'm still kind of digesting a little bit. There's there, Like I said, there's a lot to go through. I plan on watching it a second time just so that way I can, I can watch it without the fandom in it. You yeah. know, really analyze the story, try to analyze the characters, really see what they were trying to accomplish. Because, I mean, if I'm honest with you, the visuals were fucking spot on. Like, graphically, it was amazing. Um, I did dislike the fact that they didn't kind of tell you where the planets they were on when they were doing what they did. Um, I wasn't 100% on the whole light skipping thing because, like, the very first uh, episode uh, in A New Hope, they explain why light skipping is a bad idea and why you have to use a nav computer and uh, uh here we go. Uh although I did enjoy the 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 banter and the rants between the three friends uh between Han, Luke and Leia, I mean uh Finn, uh Poe and Ray. So, you know, there it is. Yeah. So um Actually, I just want to kind of confirm a few things here, just just because I I want this to be like the definitive podcast for this, but also the I definitive podcast. Um, it is a yellow lightsaber at the end. It's defi- definitive, according to the the internet. The final word in the final movie about the Skywalker saga is 
Skywalker. <laughs> so stupid. Chewbacca receives a gold medal from Maz Katana, it being the medal given to Han by Leia in A New Hope. Uh, the ship The Ghost from Star Wars Rebels can be seen multiple times in the final battle. Yep, I did spot um, it. That was a spoiler for Episode 7 of The Mandalorian, so thanks for that. Uh, what was the spoiler? Did you watch it yet? What? A, a chapter 7? Yeah, of course. The healing ability. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't know about that yet. Yeah, um, they, they showed it off in the in that episode. And then magically it was in the movie. Da, 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 How the fuck have you not seen that, uh, the Mandalorian? Yet? I because I was busy last night watching The Witcher. I, I'm surprised you didn't watch it right before you watched Episode One or Nine. Uh, timing didn't allow for it. I'm watching it with Julia. Oh, that's where you messed Julia. up. Well, <laughs> um, the theme played. Blah blah blah. Uh, man, there isn't anything that's like really. <sighs> I think there was a couple of fan moments missed. Like, I would have really appreciated watching Ray build a lightsaber. I think that's one thing oh. we never got to see in action. Hold is the a... fuck up! What? This last piece of trivia, I I'm gonna need to investigate. Instead of factories, Palpatine reveals that he conjures his fleet, explaining yeah. that his dark side powers that allow him to create them and have so many large battleships and weapons. He just creates them on the planet Exegol. I I need to confirm that. That is I know he like... does mention something like that. But I don't know if they actually I created don't them. I think that's possible. I mean, the whole planet is force, like basically a force whirlwind. I yeah. mean, if you, I mean, well, if okay, you think I about can it, understand. I can understand how his force lightning powers were amplified, right? For that last like scene where he's like causing all the destruction and shit, because he's on a Sith planet, he's he's using it probably as a conduit to to to, to hone his power even more, right? But, like, I feel like that's a lot, dude. To like all of a sudden, like if that were the case, why the fuck didn't he just like create more Death Stars, right? <laughs> if he's able just to conjure ships and shit from nothing with the dark side, I feel like it's a pretty. That, like I said, that's a huge plot hole. If that's true, <laughs> you know, there's too many. There's... As a Skywalker, you're starting to fucking make me mad now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, now you're getting mad. Anyways. Not the entire fuck you fest of it, but now <laughs> you're getting mad because getting apparently mad. you can make ships out of fucking thin air. But not the fact baby. that lightsabers don't cut through everything. They just fucking turn into noodles when they hit main characters. Hey, man. Uh, it is what it is. Whatever. Whatever. So, I feel like we're going to do probably like a, a series wrap up of The Mandalorian when it's over. Um, during that time, we'll probably do like a quick... I don't know, 15 to 30 minute rehash of just additional plot points that we may have missed for Rise of Skywalker. Um, we will announce that episode probably 
It'll probably be the the Thursday after Mandalorian ends, like the first season, if if I'm looking at my schedule correctly. That's not for sure. But at that point, um, please, we we heartily suggest you uh, send us some comments if you really want uh, stuff for us to address. Either leave it on our Facebook page or you can email us. We do have an email address. It's info at uh, Both Todd and myself do check that pretty frequently. Um, so, yeah, any comments or things you want us to discuss, please let us know. Um, I think that pretty much does it for this special edition of Real Reporters. <laughs> we, we brought it back for, from the dead yet again, like Palpatine. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just saying, man. I mean, it's a, it, the Forest Ghost is strong with us. Mm-hmm. Ah, Real Reporters. What is dead may never die. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in for our live stream. This podcast will be available shortly on all the podcast networks that you crave. Um, hit us up on rantomedia.com as well. I may write an article later on about the movie. Uh, I'm still kind of on the fence about that. Probably on Tuesday I'll decide that. But yeah, rantomedia.com. You'll also find us on all of the popular podcast uh, platforms if you're not already subscribed. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play Podcasts. We're everywhere. Uh, so yeah, give us a give us a subscribe and get pretty good episodes coming down the pipeline. It's, uh, I think Todd's actually going to be releasing the best of Pornhub statistics pretty soon. <sighs> so many things wrong with that. The Pornhub or the statistics or all of it together? All of it together, man. Just all yeah, it's a little different. A little different. <laughs> a little different. All right. Y'all take care and good night. Skywalker. Yeah, yeah.